Hello, and welcome to the Dungeon Masters Guildhouse. Uh, this is a weekly podcast where I, your host, Matthew Whitby, sit down with people all across the DMs Guild tabletop RPG space. Um, and this week, I'm joined by Chad Lynch. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I, 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 well, you beat me to it. I'm, I'm doing very well, thanks. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it, it has, it's been, it's been a good week. And um, good. Yeah, things, things are looking up, things are moving. Um, what about yourself? Uh, it's, it's going well. It's going real well. I, I actually I got my uh, my COVID vaccination today. Oh wow! Geez. Yes, and I found out the most uh, the side effect from what I can tell of having the COVID uh, vaccine is that I like telling people that I got the COVID vaccine. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's funny. What was it? My, I found out recently that my grandmother recently got the fact. And yeah, she was like in the in the group chat telling everyone about it. So yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be too worried. It doesn't sound like a serious side effect, but. Right. And, and uh, you know, if it were like two days from now, I'd probably be like, oh yeah, my arm is sore. And, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. So no, it, it, I do. I, I, yeah. No, it's it's, it's, it, I mean, it's only, it's only I, good I, news. I'm happy to. I'm happy to have it. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. No. Well, fantastic. Um, then let's. You know. Let's. Let's. Um, let's. Let's. Let's dive straight into it. This really. Um, sure. So, I guess the kind of first question I, I always kind of like to start things off with is, is kind of, what have you kind of been publishing? What, what, what are you known for? Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if I'm really known for anything because I. I kind of make a bunch of eclectic kind of products you know i have some some player races that are uh like octopods and croft folk and bullywugs and uh, i've done a, a a player class um it's the bard college of percussion and but but mainly i do a ton of collaborations you know it's i've been doing lots of those i've i've been on uh, encounters of the savage seas and the savage arctic with jeff Stevens and Melody Chronicles with Jason Bacos and Dunwood Demons you know, Druids in Danger with Joe Rasso and Hellbound Heists. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, those are some really fun projects. But um, yeah, I, I kind of like to just you know, whatever my interest is in life. I you know I I'm a dentist and uh, I, I love to play drums. I you know some of those things. I'm like, man, I'd love to bring that into to D and D, you know, so yeah. I've kind of just gone for it, you know. So I mean, that that kind of explains was it, yeah, the bardic um, subclass of like percussion, and then was it, is, yeah, the domain of the tooth, which yes, yes, the domain of the tooth, yes, that's another player class of mine. I I love that, and I and I I've really tried to make it kind of like okay. What do people think of Dennis? Well, it's got to be something with fear, right? You know, and and there's got to be needles involved somehow. Yeah. You know, so I've got to you know make it proficient with a blowgun. I, I feel like you know, again, so, there's there's kind of two ways to go about it. You kind of lean into what you know the the people's conceptions are, or you go right. no no again. There's a misunderstanding. We're not no. dentists, we're not evil. We're not dentists. Know better than that. You know, <laughs> we we just have to go with it and joke along with it because yeah. you try to shake people's minds, they don't believe you anyway. Mm. So. No, in fact, it kind of like it raises like interesting questions that like um, about looking at D and D as a setting and the idea of like how much I guess like hygiene and commodities they kind of are. Yeah, right. Why um, aren't people? Why aren't heroes getting toothaches? By the yeah. way, I, I feel like that bother them. There's probably like a whole business in terms of like you know giant dental care. <laughs> Just because like yeah, I feel like little goblins crawling up in their mouth and you know, <laughs> yeah, right. I must right. admit, I think I, I've definitely seen an image online, which is the idea of like goblin dentist. And it's just a goblin with like a big hammer in like standing in like a giant's mouth. <laughs> yeah. See, right. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's great. Why didn't I think of that? Well, no, I was, was going to say, so like, <laughs> I, 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 with, you know, with the sort of like, uh, if we uh, honing in on like domain of the tooth and, and 
what was like i guess what what were you trying to do with the sort of i guess cleric class yeah yeah you know i wanted with that with with that particular product i i really wanted to make it different and you know i guess if i mean if you couldn't tell by my octopods and craw folk and you know (laughs) stuff like i mean i just like doing things they're just different and they're not they're definitely not you know on anybody's hot list but but I really loved it. And the thing I liked about Domain of the Cleric is I gave them some different spells that were like, had to do with the mouth or pain or fear. Yeah. And then, but, but my favorite part is like, you know, nobody uses a blowgun ever. No. And I was like, wouldn't that be cool if he administered, like he could do administer potions via blowgun to his, <laughs> to his, you yeah. know, party members. And, you know, and, and what about poisons then? And, you know, and also, uh, I think they're uh, they can help you with your crits. Like that's their that's their special ability. Is like they can help you know point out a critical area because of their knowledge of you know head and neck anatomy and you know. Yeah. So I just I just leaned in you know and I had fun with it and tried to make something that was different. No, I'm I'm it's always the case with like I guess the sort of more. Um... I, I like I guess comedic subcasters and stuff like that. Right, they they kind of lean right. into it and stuff like that. Because nine times out of ten, there, there's always been like someone out there who's like, I just yeah, I want my character to be a magical dentist or you know right. like a, a magical traveling salesman or right. You know. And so, you know the the fun the fun part that I kind of added at the end since I know the you know dentistry so well, I know a lot of different types of dentists. <laughs> You know, there's some that are like really into their technology and others are old school. And there's some that really think that they're the best dentist ever. And I was like, boy, wouldn't it be cool if I could just, you know, give some role playing tips for some of these different things? (laughs) You know, since I know it, I can like, hey, here's a few ideas you can role play it out. And that was that was a lot of fun. too. No, I I, I think that is fascinating. It's kind of like so amazing to hear about all these people who, you know, they take their, you know, day to day jobs or lives and they they just use it to kind of inspire or, you know, further sort of. Um, yeah. lift, lift up their products. Yeah, it happens all the time, you know, like with the with the wheelchair dungeons, and you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I think that's awesome. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, this is something that's obviously a, a daily part of their life, and it's like I wanna I wanna talk about it, and I wanna bring it to the game. I think that's great. Yeah, I know. I, I think in the same way, you know, there's was it the ancient, like, not, maybe not ancient, but the sort of like write what you know. Yeah, and stuff right. Like that. And, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah right. Um, and so I guess actually one thing that we did really touch on then is like, so how, how long have you kind of been writing sort of public games? Uh, yeah, I, I started, well, I started kind of doing an adventure that I ran for a dungeon, like a D&D group of mine uh, here in Iowa. And um, I just thought, well, you know, I kind of like this adventure. I might try writing it up. So then I, I reached out to Jeff Stevens and just like, hey, you do this DMs Guild thing, you know, what can you tell me? And um, I, I actually haven't written that adventure yet <laughs> interestingly enough but but uh i, I the my first product crawfall came out in 2019 uh, of uh, april 2019 so that's really my that was my first product i put out and and then as you kind of mentioned that it's kind of been uh ferrying back and forth from collaboration to collaboration yes i i, I just hopped in like you know the, the the guild was a lot smaller even just that short time ago and it was really easy just to get um you know get connected with people and Mm -hmm. what's interesting now like i just joined in another collaboration and they invited me to their discord channel and there's a bunch of people in there that i recognize but i mean a ton of people i i haven't even met and i'm just like oh my gosh who's living on this island you know like (laughs) wow you know and it it wasn't that way back in 2019 so you have to work i I think it's a lot more chances, but it's 
a lot more, a lot more opportunities to get into them, but it's hard to get to really know people. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's, it, yeah, it, it's kind of been fascinating. Again, it's, it's weird to be joining a, a sort of community as, as it grows and yeah. it's been yeah. going through the sort of, you know, near, near exponential growth with like, you know, there's sort of influx of people on like the, the, you know, uh, Twitter and also like the, the right. discord. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's weird. And particularly like, again, I, I, I relish in the fact that any opportunity I get to turn a chat with someone who was like publishing within like the first year of DMs Guild and just seeing like, what was they're, they're, they're like, is it was wild, wild west back then. Things, yeah, things it, are like so barren and empty and stuff like that. And right. Yeah. Now, and the products now that are coming out are just so good. Yeah. I mean, like the art and the layout it's, it's, I mean, if you, you know, like a lot of mine that I put out are done on word, you know, well, that's, mm -hmm. It's just not going to cut it anymore, you know. Yeah, it, and it's, it's it's great. I mean, people get a better product. Yeah, you know? no, it, it it feels like an inadvertent arms race of of, of quality and stuff. Like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, what was it? Yeah, no, it's kind of what you said. It's like, yeah, the end result is is more impressive kind of um, products at the end of the day. Well, um, it's pushed me. Has it pushed you? I mean, I I feel like I yeah. like okay. I need to do better. You yeah, know, I need to. Yeah. I need to do better and. If, you know, if anything, it's kind of pushed me more towards is you, you look at the sort of like and some, some, some of these sort of amazing uh, well sculpted products um, and you just kind of look at the author list and you look at like all the sort of credits involved and stuff like that. And I think if anything, it does gradually push me towards like, I, I shouldn't be doing everything. I, I, you know, uh -huh. I, 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 yep. I, yeah, it should be the case of like, you know, by adding more voices to a product, it kind of enhances it in itself. And you know, yeah. there's there's always going to be a better layout artist than me. You know, who can use uh, was it InDesign or um, right, um, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, right. You know, but th I'm always amazed at some of the creators in the DMs Guild that can do it all. You oh, know, yeah. like like Christian Icorn and or you know, I mean Joe Rasso and like I mean they can write, they can lay it out, they can you know I mean, I mean some of these guys can do a lot of CZ. You know, mm -hmm. Christian Soik. I mean. Yeah. A lot of these guys can do a lot of stuff and it's that's really yeah. impressive no you got you got again it's it's i think i've mentioned it a few times it's the stuff i like designing um at least publishing on the table it's a balancing act of wearing many hats right yeah for sure <laughs> i'm still learning how to do that too i'll tell you that so well i was gonna say so how how you kind of found uh sort of jumping between some of these like again pretty like large scale like um was it encounters in the savage arctic and the encounter series yeah. Yeah, um, they're sort of like large scale collaborations. Yeah, they're big. You know, luckily I know I know Jeff personally. Jeff and I, uh, Jeff Stevens and I, um, were in the same drumline in college together. So I, I've known Jeff since you know 1990. You know, so uh, not in the D and D sense, just we were in the same drumline. But but when I, you know, that's it's, it's nice when you know somebody that's leading the collaboration because that's how you can get in there. But <laughs> I found, I found that I just had to just, you know, I'd see something come up um, on the Facebook group before it went down or, you know, on Twitter. And I'll be like, Hey, I'll, I'll do that. You know, I'd be, ha I'd love to do that. So, and I just kind of jump in and just do it. So. No, I'm curious. Has there been anything, um, any sort of like standout experiences with some of the collaborations that you've done? Mm. Yeah, you know, my, my first really big one was um, was the Malady Chronicles uh, with Jason Bacos. And uh, that was that was really interesting because there was a lot of 
I mean, this was a big product, you know, mm-hmm. he wanted some bigger adventures and uncovering, a, you know, uh, and it was a big project for him. And um, I got to meet a lot. I got to meet a lot of great people that I'm still in touch with, but that was the first time. But, you know, when I first hopped in, I felt like I kind of had to, you know, um, sell myself a little bit because like, mm-hmm. Hey, I haven't done anything like this before, but you know, here's what I've done and here's, you know, yeah. what I'm working on. And, you know, like, please, you know, and then after you do it a few times, you really don't, you know, you do that a couple of times, you really don't have to sell yourself anymore. You know, yeah, it's like, it, it, it is always that, that the sort of like daunting, uh, like feeling of, of joining a new project and yeah, seeing, yeah. seeing a bunch of names that you recognize and uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's always a case of like, Oh, Oh damn, we're, this is, yeah, this is, this is, this is, yeah, that I, do I belong here with all these people? You know, yeah. I mean, it, you get kind of that sometimes, but, but we're all having fun together, yeah. you know, so. I mean, at, at that point, like I said, if you, if you're joining like the Project Discord, it's too late, you're in, like, it's like, ah, I've managed to slip, I've, I've slipped through the security. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's, um, I, I've just had a, a ball doing this, uh, um, I'm working on a, right now I'm working on a, uh, uh, I'm doing a Kickstarter actually right now that should oh, wow. be over February 4th mm-hmm. is when it, the last day is, but uh, it funded in three hours and wow. it's, it's my first uh, solo adventure, just, you know, not within a collaboration, just my own mm-hmm. that I've published. And um, yeah, right now it's, I think I'm almost coming. I'm approaching 600% funded, which is amazing. I, I, well, again, you have to say the name of the Kickstarter. So people, the people listening. Yeah, can... <laughs> the, the name of the Kickstarter is uh, Rescue at Griffin Crag Pass. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's sort of a maritime rescue adventure. And it takes people from one to four or five, just depending on how you decide to level up your characters. You know, it's about 20 hours of gameplay. Uh, I've I've played test, play tested the heck out of it. So, so it's, I, I guess I'm kind of fascinated. So what kind of made you want to take the sort of Kickstarter route with it? You know, I think, uh, you know, like my last few um, products just didn't sell real good. You know, well, I mean, how many people want to really be a dentist? You know, like a domain, a cleric, cleric domain of the tooth. That's what I like to write, but I just decided, you know, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to try it out. And um Jeff Stevens was a big help with that. He was like kind of telling me a little bit of the ropes because I've never done it before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I feel like it's, uh, it's a really good, good place to go. It's, it's a lot of work and it's, there's a lot of stress involved. So yeah, I mean, I if imagine. you do this for fun, don't, don't maybe <laughs> consider doing it, but, um, but it's, I'm glad I did. So I, I guess, again, being in the sort of, I guess, a rare position of, you know, now, uh, Run, or still, or still running a quote-unquote successful Kickstarter until it like finishes. Sure. Um, what are like I get? Do you have any like I don't know like tips and tricks? Like what what are some things that you? Oh, I don't know. It's I, I honestly I think I just kind of got lucky, you know, because I see a lot of products that are you know really good products not mm-hmm. getting funded, and it's I, I don't I, I I just don't get that, you know, and yeah. why why one gets funded and the other one doesn't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I have any um, advice to give people that would be intelligent right now. Maybe <laughs> after a few more yeah. projects, I could, but I, I, I'm just thankful I had the luck that I did. Yeah. Uh, do you think, again, do you think it kind of is accredited to anything that the sort of the adventure touches on? Or? You know, honestly, honestly, I think 
some of the art that I brought on was evocative for people and just kind of like hit them in the feels a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, like there's one that's a, it's an underground, like it shows the, the ship sinking yeah. and, and there's a person floating there kind of looking up at the boat. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that kind of makes it real, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and also I've got, uh, my, my cartographer, um, made in some incredible maps, Jean Lobert. I don't know if you've heard of him before. He's, he's, he's a great map maker. Um, he does some really great products in the guild too. I can't recommend him high enough, but, uh, when people saw some of those maps, I think it was, I think between the art and the maps and then the storyline, I think they were like, you know what, this, yeah. this looks no. like it could be fun. I must admit the, the the whole sort of like uh sort of like personalized or like the one, once you get sort of like commissioned art, I I, I yeah I feel like the it, it's hard to sort of undervalue like the sort of boost that has to a product. You can, it just it just yeah. I don't know it oozes quality just looking at this going wow this is bespoke for this sort of thing and it just kind of yeah right I mean it it happens all the time when you get on the DMs guild and you look at the you know the top 10 or whatever and you i mean every one of those covers is just absolutely gorgeous you know and who, who was the artist that you commissioned if you don't mind saying uh nicholas chasen and i found him on art station um and and it was just I, you know i kind of surfing through art station i was just like i need to find a ship near some cliffs that's what i'm looking for and when i saw it i was like and then there was like a little wreck with these men kind of standing i was like oh my gosh this could have been this could have been made for me. And so yeah. I just approached him and he was really gracious about it. And we still keep in touch. Um, you know, I, I sent him the Kickstarter information just yeah. so he can follow it. And, you know, it's, it's cool how you kind of become a little community and, yeah. you know, friends, yeah, I mean, yeah. friends it, with it, some of these people. Yeah. It's, 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 it's weird. The sort of thing of like, you know, the, the sort of the balancing, the sort of um, business side to sort of like more hobby yeah. side and stuff. Like that, yeah. You kind of get like, it's kind of all, again, for different people, it's different things, and yes. it's kind of, kind of reflect. Kind of have a foot in each world a little bit, yeah. You know? And you can you can step into that as much as you want, you yeah. know, which is fun. But. Yeah, no, again, I, that's why again any conversation I have on Discord or Facebook, I, I put on a suit. Um, you know, I expect reports and sort of, you know, um, yeah, yeah, very strict. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think I have that in me. I don't, I don't think I have, I have, I have a, a strict bone in my body. Um, right. I might have to try. I might have to mess with someone. I might, I might have to try and be the sort of you know business uh, saying. I'm again. We're going to need twenty percent more editing. Everything. <laughs> yes. Just, just, <laughs> nothing. I don't even know. What I would say it's not it's, enough people. It's right. not enough editing. It's like we've edited the whole thing. It's like, I know you've done a fantastic job. Um. So twenty percent more. Just twenty percent more. Um, <laughs> so one thing. So you kind of mentioned that you kind of have done something of, of like an. I guess an eclectic mix of you know subclasses. You've done like races yeah. and, and and now now sort of a kickstarting um, adventure. Um, yeah. It, why do you think you kind of jump around a little bit? Is it the case of like you just you just kind of like trying designing different things? That... I you know I think especially since I'm a newer um, author, I like you said before, writing what you know, like you got to find your comfort. And I also think you kind of have to write around a little bit and see what feels good? You know, it's like wearing, you know, trying on a pair of shoes, you know, yeah. it's like, do you like this pair, you know, a pair of shoes? Well, yeah, I like it in certain situations, but this is where I like, this is home. Yeah. This is what feels good. This is what I like to do. And I, um, I, I think I really, I really do like creating adventures and I, I, I really want to 
keep going with that. You know, some of these other things are just for hobbies and fun and because yeah. it's important to me, you know. So, so I guess like, so if, if adventures is the one thing that you kind of found, you just like this, yeah, this, 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 this is my jam. These are my shoes to use your analogy. Mm -hmm. um, is there any ones that are just like the shoes were way too spiky? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I guess there's, you know, there's some adventures like when, when I make it up, you know, that's, that always feels like I've got a little freedom. Those are like your slip on shoes, you know? Yeah. Um, but if like specifically you have to write it for a particular, you know, um, place or, mm -hmm. you know, a, you know, just like, it's gotta be in the savage Arctic, you know? And, you know, you, it really forces you to kind of think a little differently. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can be a little harder, I think, you yeah. know? So um, I, I really prefer just kind of writing, hey, what just feels like it would be a good adventure? And, you know, what would I have fun doing? And now I'm going to just outline it up and I'm going to I'm going to start writing. You no, know, so. I, I, I must admit, almost like, I guess, uh, conversely, I do sometimes find that um, I've, I, I, I've written a lot of encounters. Um, just mm -hmm. sort of like isolated sort of things. Mm -hmm. um, and the sort of the, the moments where you come to say, okay, this is an encounter that has, let's say, seven goblins. I, again, I always, right. I always leave back to goblins. <laughs> it's always goblins. Um, sure. Um, I, I think it, is, it isn't always like an interesting design exercise to, to try and, and make some of these things more interesting. Um, yeah, sure. And in uh, what was geez, so I've, yeah, okay. Uh, some for some things that are, are yet to kind of come out, I've I've done sort of like um, sort of specific hunts, so mm -hmm. hunts based to one monster, and then I've also done things like I, I think it was a hundred and something like uh, separate encounters, kind of based around like different level tiers. Um, yes. And yeah, a hundred. What you mean? It, it is. It's a completely different exercise to kind of go from sort of like yeah. seeing an encounter within the structure of an adventure um, yes. to sort of saying, okay, well, we're in the Arctic now. Um, there's three polar bears. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, and, and each, each thing that you do, it just, I think it just kind of, you know, builds those writing muscles a little more. And um, I mean, there's always a, a, like a sweet spot where you're like, I just really like, I really want to write about this. Yeah. So I do, but, but I, th it's all these projects that I do, it's, it's great. You know, whether I'm doing NPCs or making magic artifacts mm -hmm. or if I'm, you know, whatever I'm doing, it's just like, man, it just makes you think about D and D a little bit better, differently. And yeah. I, I really enjoy it. It makes me a better writer. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm not really, a, uh, I suppose I'm a writer, but I, <laughs> yeah, I pretend to be, I pretend to be one on the DMs guild. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, honestly, I, at this point, again, you, you've you published your words. I think you're a writer. I think you can yeah, you, you safely yeah. got that one in the books now. It's been fun. Yeah, I, I think my dental assistant is tired of hearing about it at this point. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, so Dr. Lynch, uh, have you written any D&D &D stuff lately? And it's like, well, of course, you know, yeah. so I'm, let me tell you about it. Yeah. So I'm sure she's just like, oh, my God. Let, let me tell you again. about the, the, the six or so collaborations I'm, I'm involved in at the moment. And I had a receptionist, so this was funny. She, I, I told her about this thing I was writing, and she's like, Dr. Lynch, you are the dungeon master. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, this, yeah, this, this is a line of conversation that I've yeah. opened up that I didn't know. <laughs> so I, I, wonder, I guess what I'm curious then is, so to pivot back towards like your adventuring then, sure. um, where exactly did you, does, does the ideas come from? Is it, like, is it kind of like in preparing for like your own tables? Mm. 
is it just you know kind of from the media you consume yeah usually from my tables like what do i think they want to write where are we at right now where where could i take us um later you know or sometimes i just get like you know you might be reading some other product like ghost of salt marsh is what i was you know kind of when i started this whole you know kickstarter adventure rescue at griffin crag pass i was like man it'd be really cool to write it i've never done that before it'd be kind of cool maybe to see what it's like to do a nautical themed adventure you know and yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna do it and then you know i just think of this little town first and then then what happens well this happens this this wreck happens you know this ship goes down and why do you care well now i got to write about this and you know like you know so it's yeah it's it, it was that's that's kind of how I started doing it. It's just like, what would be cool? Yeah. What would so, my players want to start? So essentially, to kind of unpick it a little bit, then. So it sounds like you kind of you uh, like gravitated towards like the idea of like a settlement in particular, mm -hmm. like a sort of a heart of things, and then you imagine sort of like sort of extrapolate out of like, okay, well, what are the cool things going on here? Yeah, right. Yeah, and then you just think, okay, there's this town. Well, what is this town like? And then who's in the town? Now, what's what are their problems and mm -hmm. You know, what resources do I have in this town? And then, you know, you know, it just it just kind of builds from there. I, I, the adventures that I have written, um, I've got another one that I've I've got the, the first adventure that I wrote that I told you I hadn't finished yet. I always start with a small town and I, I love starting with small towns because they really have like, I mean, you get to know a few NPCs yeah. and it's not really overwhelming. Like you go to Waterdeep. Yeah. <laughs> that can be very overwhelming for a dungeon master. So I'd like to keep it very simple, you know, like, okay, here's the store and here's a priestess and here's, you know, um, a few, you know, the person that works at the lumber yard and here's yeah. the, you know, and here's, you know, the cobbler and here's, you know, just a few different things that d is not overwhelming. And here's just a few little things that are going on in this town. And I build out from there. Do you want to actually? I've got like a little, um, like a little cheat that I sometimes. I don't know if it even counts as a cheat. But one thing I like to do is like in, in particularly in like adventures that don't necessarily need to start in a town, are um, more sort of like environmental. Mm -hmm. Um, have the adventure starting with like a, a caravan or a, a sort of a group of carts, um, yes. and have it sort of instigating like one of the nights, uh, one of the first nights where you have you know you have this other caravan of like characters and come in and maybe you know they're involved with the plot and things. Um, right. And it kind of helps. Um, again, uh, it, it it stops any potential shopping montages, which I know some DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always the first place they want to go. It's either that or the tavern. Yeah, you know? like black, I want to go to the blacksmith. It's like they're not going to have magical items. I'm sorry. Right, <laughs> right. Two hundred people live here in this hamlet. You yeah. know, they're not going to. They don't have much. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's it's fun. It's I, I really like to build a story too, where it starts small, mm -hmm. but by the end you you've learned a lot about what's going on in the area. And, you know, you didn't even realize it before that all these problems are happening. And then you, you get little hints as time goes along that, yeah. that, that kind of grab your attention and keep asking you, begging you to keep going forward, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and that's, uh, that's challenging to do, you know, yeah. is, is have that theme and okay, the end of the theme, uh, end of the adventure is here. How do I lead them from one place to another? And that's, that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And I, I, I think I, I do kind of, you always kind of appreciate, I notice it, the sort of the slow burn adventures that again, is almost like a, a, a very simple looking box. And as you yeah. kind of like, maybe not a box, yes. maybe an onion, you, you know, you unravel yeah. the onion and, you know, yeah. all the layers kind of sure yeah that's that's well at least interesting adventures are that way you know and um yeah 
Yeah, yeah. So I guess one thing I did, I did want to kind of like pivot, pivot a little bit then. So when it comes to event writing in particular then, um, do you have like a favorite part? Like what, what, what is the part of the project that you've enjoyed? Oh, uh, you know, I'd say there's two parts to doing a project that I really enjoy. The first is like we talked about earlier, just having that collaboration where you, everybody's excited and talking about it and bouncing ideas off each other and just, you know, it's really inspiring to hear what other authors are doing and thinking about and their process. And it really helps you grow. And I, I really love just uh, sitting in that space with people and, mm -hmm. and doing that. And, and then the other, the other, my favorite, my all time favorite though, is when you get that first layout copy back from your layout artist, Yeah. you know, and you see this thing that is just words on Google docs for a while. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, you know, beautiful. And you're like, wow. Yeah. It just makes it come to life. And that is, there's nothing that it's better. I mean, Christmas, it's like opening up a Christmas. Yeah, event, it, it, it's know? the same way of like, you know, whenever you see like an, uh, a commission piece of art comes in to like your inbox, it is that sort of thing of like, yeah, this, this it's real now. Look, I can see the thing. It, it's yes. not just like an idea in my head anymore. It's got Absol absolutely. So thank you to our artists and, you know, layout artists and artists mm -hmm. that do that for us. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Selfless work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, they're um, making a living too. Yeah, no, which, I, I, which is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Selfless work with pay. I think that, yeah, that's yeah, that, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess on the other side of the coin. Um, yes. What's your least favorite part then? Oh, you know, I mean, sometimes when you know that you got to get some writing done, and you don't feel particularly inspired, or <laughs> it's just feels like it's a bunch of work. I know everybody's been there. You're just like, I've got to get this done. Why can't I get this? What, why, why can't, you know, what I just wrote here is not going to work. And, you know, I, that can be demoralizing and, you know, sometimes like, man, I'm not very good at this, you know, but finding that breakthrough or finally getting that aha moment, that's, you know, get you back on track. So I'm, I'm doing it enough now where I think I don't get as discouraged by that as I used to. Yeah. You know, it's just part of the process. But. No, I, I, that's, that's something I was going to latch on is, is, is again, I, I think it's the case of like, you're not describing something that is only unique to you. <laughs> it's, it's like a universal, right. like, you know, uh, right. author, it's, yeah, it, it, I wish it wasn't part of the process. I, I, I think, yeah. again, if we were to cut things to like streamline, uh, we that probably would be the first thing to go. Um, but for whatever reason, sometimes it, it, it's it's an integral part. And, and sometimes, again, sometimes I feel like it is your mind's way of saying, I need a little bit more time to think over this, or, you know, I, I need, yeah. I need to like sleep on it or, um, well, you know, there's been even times where I like my, I did not outline this enough. Mm. You know, I, I didn't obviously think this through in the beginning enough. And I find that my starts are getting better. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, just the way that I organize myself before I start my writing is getting a little better. And so, you know, you know, if you didn't have those moments where you got stuck, it, there wouldn't be those learning and growing moments either. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think it is. It, 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 it's very incremental, um, but it's kind of weird the fact that it's not incremental necessarily within products. It's over the course of multiple products, the fact that you kind right. of see. Um, and just because I'm, I'm, I'm a very sort of structure driven individual. Um, I kind of see the way that I've grown as a designer just through my templates that I use. Um, right, right. Oh, yeah. 
yeah you, you you sort of you read an adventure or you like you read something and just like that's that's so good i'm gonna borrow it <laughs> you know there's a there's a product that's going to be coming out um february in the middle of february that i've been working with blaze wigglesworth um it's called monster perks and this was a really eye-opening project when you're talking about templates what we've created is 10 templates that you can add to any 5e monster mm -hmm. and increase its difficulty by one increment or two increments and then also having a boss um having a boss ability that also um allows it to synergize with those other increments that you've you know put in this template yeah it is really it's a cool product i mean i've and play testing i don't know if you've uh, if you do a lot of play testing for your stuff, uh, I thought that I had play tested my stuff until I got to monster perks. And then we really had to be like, okay, is this really truly a one increment raise? Yeah. Is this really a two increment raise? We've got to test this out. And I mean, we, we play tested this thing six months. Jeez. And uh, yeah, I mean, and, but we've got it kind of dialed in and we've learned a lot, you know, through those templates. Yeah. You know, and and be, okay. Now, now my gut's telling me that this would feel about one eye. Now let's test it. Okay, mm -hmm. I was right. Or sometimes you're like, whoa, way off. Yeah. But that product's coming out soon, and I am really excited about that too. It's yeah, no, it's it, be it, a great it, product. It, it, it's funny that you kind of mentioned it, just because like I've, I like there there are like grumblings online talking about the sort of like the challenge rating system and yeah, stuff like right. that, and and how sometimes it, it again it's 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 not it's not a hard and fast rule it, it's more again a rough indicator um and in the idea of um what is it like having a product that um i guess uh adds abilities to existing stat blocks it's it's interesting because it's it's not it's not necessarily working um again it's not like creating a new monster mm -hmm. um, well you know surprisingly doing these templates feels that way though because mm -hmm. When you like one of the one of the ones templates that I made was a uh, uh, it's called the putrescent, and um, they're they're sort of like uh, an, an undead ooze version of the monster. Okay. So if you have goblins, you could have a putres putrescent goblin, and they have you know they smell and they're bubbling on the surface, mm -hmm. and you know like you know just um, and. They don't behave the same as a goblin. Yeah, you know, so it does. You can really shift it. So we've we've we believe that these templates are really good. Like if there is a really good theme that you're trying to hit home in your game, mm -hmm. like if it's undead, we had you know, Blaze made an undead thrall, which is kind of like a vampiric version of the monster. And um, I mean, that would really you could put that on a bugbear, and that would really feel a lot different. Yeah, you know? the, so. those those ambushes would be very deadly. <laughs> right I, right so it, it felt very different even though it, you wouldn't expect it to but it really did i guess like yeah, the, the two things was it first it kind of makes me think of like i, I think it's like was it elder Scrolls, like the old sort of rpg games where you would get like weapon modifiers so you have like the 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 putrid flaming red goblin <laughs> that's a yes yes they, they changed the adjectives and that yeah. actually <laughs> describes the powers um, yeah I, i'm curious though like how much like I feel like when you add abilities to creatures, though, I, I I don't know if this is something that you kind of ran into kind of headfirst and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to think of like a 
I, it, it, like take the putrid ability something like it, you're turning it into like a, a ooze or a slime yeah i feel like f- turning a goblin into that can make sense that it would sort of you know increment the difficulty but something like i don't know like a chain demon or a chain devil sorry something that has like grappling or like already sort right. of abilities that naturally synergize with the yes how yes i'm curious about how, how does that work that. yeah yeah you know in the, in the document too we just said hey you know do what makes sense. You know, if yeah. it doesn't make sense, don't do it. You don't just add these things just, you know, just for the heck of it. You can, you can yeah. choose, use, use your, use your better judgment. And that's, you know, that's the, the DMs rule that you always say, Hey, you know, whatever you want, whatever yeah. you think is going to work for your game, just use, you know, so there's going to be, I'm sure there's monsters that don't fit every single, you know, template that we have, but I mean, just the idea, it's kind of exciting to create a document where, I mean, you could create 10 times the amount of monsters, Yeah, you know, just with one document. So it, it's, it's, that's really fun. I mean, it, that, that's been a fun project to work on. No, I must admit, I, I, I do think there is so much um, room for the sort of um, modular design sets. Yeah. Like, again, right. offer, and again, a, a near infinite number of possibilities and stuff like that. Right. And um, right. yeah, no, it's kind of fantastic. And I believe, was it, it's coming out uh, mid-Feb? Yeah, mid-February, February 16th is yeah. the day we're aiming for. It's on a Tuesday, I believe. So no, we're, we'll be releasing then. No, no, exciting times. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Um, then I, I kind of guess, well, I, this, I don't know if this necessarily leads into this, but um, one of the questions I kind of want to ask you then is, um, if there's any design choices that you've made, um, maybe, maybe in Monster Perks or maybe in another product um, that you're kind of like particularly proud of? Yeah, well... You know, there's two products um, that I've done that have kind of accomplished the same thing. Uh, Octopods is one, and it's you think it's just a player race, you know. And and honestly, I probably should have titled it differently, uh, <laughs> you know, because I it needed to say more than that. But and my Bard College of Percussion, those two are my favorite products that I've done because I I would get like like for the percussion part. I, I really, really said, okay, I really want to, I really want to bring that into the world, you know? So, I mean, the, these products are very specific. I mean, we're talking about drumming. It's an inch wide, but I made it a mile deep. And yeah. I just said, you know, if you really want to add this into your games, here's, here's a couple colleges and some backgrounds and here's instruments that you can play. Here's a click that you can hear what they sound like. And here's a short adventure. Here's three NPCs and here's 12 magic percussion instruments. Yeah. There you go. DMs, do whatever you want, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and I did the same thing with octopods too, where I just, I just created lots of things for it. And, um, you know, from, from a page count to earning standpoint, it probably doesn't make sense, but I really enjoy really fleshing those ideas out. So yeah. those are the design choices that I've made that if I've been really proud of is just yeah. making it real. No, I, a hundred percent, I, I can, I can a hundred percent kind of echo that sentiment of like, when you're sort of like, deep in the design or creative process it's, it's so easy to sort of add stuff and just think about like oh well, this would be really cool i mean right. uh, it's the reason why was it one of my adventures has a subclass in it which again you don't typically get sort of you know right sub- but it's that's fun though no exactly no, it's, it's 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 also the case of like when you have that spark of inspiration of like this would be really cool or this kind of makes you know some sort of thematic sense. but it could make sense because let's say if your dm you know th- a DM is going to run that adventure and, you know, they might say, you know what, this subclass would be cool. I'm going to have one of my characters play this. Yeah. 
I mean, one of my players play this character type, you know, and it'd be, <laughs> you know, it'd be great. I mean, that's cool, you know, and it's it makes the game fun for them too. So yeah. I, I think it's good. No, I, I, I have to say, and I, I, I really do like your analogy of like, was it taking like a, was it making an, take an inch or making it like a mile, mile deep? Yeah, making it in, set, taking something inch wide and making it a mile deep. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's it, 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 I, and I guess it's gonna, it, 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 it is a kind of, um, I was about to say symptom, but that's probably the wrong word. Um, it, it is a clear signifier of passion. Yes, yes, right. And, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about playing drums. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I, I, since I moved, I've been a dentist for 21 years. And when I moved into town, um, I volunteered at my local high school to teach drumline. And I've done it. I've done it since. So oh, wow. I've, I've been a coach at, at our school drumline coach for 21 years. And so, I mean, it's, it's what I love, you know, it's what I love doing. And so you're right. It's definitely a passion part, yeah, part yeah. for me. And, and that's why I wrote about it. So I guess, so, okay. So uh, in working as a dentist and, and being like a, a percussionist, um, yes. that, that, that both of those have led to subclasses is there like a third passion in your life that is yet to become a subclass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Boy, I don't know. That's a really good question. I, yeah. Not that I can. I mean, I don't know. Can I write in it? Uh, write a product about being a writer. I mean, I, that's I, a, that's all I've got left, Matthew. At, at some point, it becomes so meta. Like, I think at that point, you have to. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, I'm really, I, I'm really excited to try some new stuff. You know, and yeah. maybe just now that I feel like I'm getting my legs underneath me, I can start hitting some of these, you know, other things too, and with some confidence, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I must say, yeah, it's, it, yeah, I, I think it, it's weird. So basically my, uh, I, I come from like, uh, was it uh, like spare time, a good amount of gaming, um, all my sort of like studies and stuff like that is actually funny enough to, towards games as well. So I don't, I, again, I don't really have anything else that lends itself to sort of turn into a subclass because it, it just innately kind of already is. Um, you know, I'm also a board gamer. Do you do you play board games at all? Are you uh, a board gamer? Yeah, I've got, I've got like a, yeah, a few stuff like that. Yeah, so I mean, it's really interesting if you kind of follow some of the people on DMs. Go, a lot of them are making you know little little tiny games, you know, games yeah. of their own on the side. And I I really think I think that's that would be really fun. I think that'd be a fun thing to do too, because when you think about D and D and the mechanics of D and D and the rules and how you know how things work and syntax yeah. and I mean your brain just automatically starts thinking in terms of, of, okay, what, if I were to make a game, mm -hmm. what would I, what would I think would be important or, you know, wouldn't it be fun to try to do this with it and push boundaries and. No, funny enough, cause uh, was it? So last week uh, I was speaking with um, Lydia uh, uh, who has mm -hmm. actually kind of gone through the same process of, of sort of creating their own game and they're working yeah. on sort of kickstarting it. Um, yeah. And one thing that I kind of touched on that is, is it, it's actually surprising how much writing other game like writing for other RPGs or designing whole games from scratch that can allow you to sort of improve or um, you know um, enhance your existing like D and D writing, for example. Um, Absolutely, it's just it's just that the logical you know there is a logical nature to putting words in certain order mm -hmm. or using particular words in a sentence that really structures the instructions. I mean, we are instructional writers yeah. in Dungeons and Dragons. It's not, I mean, there is some creative, I, I, I would have considered it creative writing maybe before I had, 
you know, started doing this, but it really is instructional writing. There, there is there, there is a real blend, isn't there? Um, yeah, it is. Particularly with like adventure writing. Um, again, I think um, with certain things like again when it comes to like stat blocks and spells, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. again that that is far on the sort of mechanical side, and then like this this does this if this happens. Um, with adventures, it is that weird middle ground between like you know instructional and prose. Because you kind yes. of need the balance of the two, because otherwise it'd be it'd be a smidgen too dry if it was just like <laughs> right. And you know, there's all there's this uh, you know the the box text you know debate yep. <laughs> that's always going on. You know, it's it's kind of you know box text is kind of a chance for a writer to kind of show off their creative writing a little bit. And... I mean, I, the one one thing that I've kind of done is is uh, what I've tried to work on with my writing in particular um, is I to be honest I, I I'm 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 trying to. Kind of treat it less seriously, um, in the sense that, um, in terms of uh, the out outside of box text and stuff like that, it's more of the case of uh, I have no problem writing jokes. I think was it one of the things I was talking about earlier is that um, in order to join a particular cult, um, the players, uh, the sort of you know the wannabe cultists or the initiates have to make a donation to a dragon or you know worth worthwhile sacrifice. Um, and you know, if the dragon approves, they're allowed to join the cult. Um, if the dragon disapproves, um, well, they don't have to worry too much about joining the cult anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's, yes. It's, yeah. And I, 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 because I, I think there, there's been a few articles out there that kind of touch on a really good point is the fact that adventure products are, again, they're going to be run by a DM, but chances are they're going to be read by them first. And you got, you kind of want them to be enjoyable. They got to uh, be fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Oliver Darkshire, like a lot of his stuff is that way. You read through it and you're just like, oh my God, I'm having a hoot reading this. Yeah. You know, like just go through and that's his style for sure. Yeah. No. I, I, I don't think I'm, I, I must be more serious of a person. I, I like to have fun, <laughs> but I must be, as a writer, I kind of get down to, okay, let's organize this. And, yeah. you know, I mean, here's the thing you, you, in your subheadings, though, do you still have puns? Uh, Yes. There we go. There we go. So it, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I and some of them are like some of them. I I kind of chuck as I they're 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 all dad jokes. I mean, yeah, really I mean that's, that's, that's a pun if not a, if not a dad but joke. I, but I love it. Yeah. No, I do that. So I guess yeah. maybe I'm not I, far off as I thought. I don't. Yeah. No. It, no it's always the case of like again. It, it's hard not to make puns in those subheadings and stuff like that. It's just it lends itself to it naturally, and it's it's weird to think no one but the DM who will ever read a subheading. It's, it's it's like it's never right the, make the, it make it fun for them then yeah it, it's always the case yeah that's like, true there's there's never gonna be a case of like okay and now we enter area a3 the uh was it the shark infested <laughs> waters known uh encounter called we need a bigger boat or you know whatever whatever it is right um dude i like that yeah that's yeah. great yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's, there needs to be a little bit more flair. Maybe we need to ask DMs to every subheading you need to read aloud in a very sort of, you know, <laughs> Wizard right. of Oz esque. Or, you know, you can tell they're good if your DM is like reading it and all of a sudden they chuckle to themselves a little bit. It's either they're having fun or something really bad's about ready yeah. to happen. He just rolled a net, or they just rolled a net 20 or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I, then I guess to kind of round off um, your, you know, your creative process and everything then. Yeah. Um, is there like a particular lesson that you, you know, you, you if you were to go back in time and to talk yeah, to you know, yeah. the earlier you, what would? Yeah, well, the very first thing I would have said is don't commission art Ooh. at first. 
at first. Mm. And I learned that the hard way because well, I did I did my Crawfolk was the original, my very first product. And um, I, I met, I saw this guy, uh, I saw him on a, a Facebook group or I forget where it was. I think it was on Facebook. Uh, he, he writes, he, he illustrates for children's books. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this guy's style. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I was like, hey, what would it cost to, to draw uh, this Crawfolk? And let me describe it to you. And he's like, you know, $80, you know, great. That sounds reasonable. And it is reasonable, yeah. you know, but, but when I'm selling it at a, at a dollar, you know, and I make, you know, I've got to sell a hundred and, you know, hundred over 150 of those things just to, just to break even. Yeah. That doesn't include editing or anything like that. So, you know, it's funny. I think I finally broke even <laughs> Yeah, and it's no, been and, two years later. And yeah. I was like, I mean, and you don't always write things to make money. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, at least I don't, I, I'm, you know, I have a day job and so um, I don't need to, but, you know, I think it's nice to, when, when you earn a little money, it, it makes you feel good. Like, Hey, somebody bought something and it doesn't feel like you dug yourself into a hole. So that, I'd say probably don't, don't commission a lot of art. Yeah. No, first. I, 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 yeah, I, I think it is, is the message of like uh, the, 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 while a art can, again, as I mentioned, kind of elevate a product and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, it, for some, it's not necessary. Um, and, and, no. and I think it, again, it's, it's always the case of like, if you want art and you're happy to sort of, you know, go out of pocket for it, um, you know, by all means, you know, support artists, the artists, uh, you know, so many of them are right. talented and incredible. Um, but yeah, the, the art isn't essentially at the end of the day, I suppose the art isn't going to be the thing that makes or breaks, you know. Right. If, you, if you're trying I... to get your footing. I guess. Right. I think starting small, you know, something, a, a small project, just getting your feet wet, learn the process, how to get those things on the DMs Guild, you know, yeah. like all those things are really good. And, and, and I'd probably say something I've learned um, recently and it's, um, is, um, wish I would have kind of jumped on a little earlier. It's don't be embarrassed or afraid to, to market yourself, you know, and just, you know, don't be humble about it. I mean, cause none of us can walk on water, but, yeah. but, but don't sell yourself short either, you know, and you've got, I mean, there's not, not, not everybody can do what, what you do, you know, in the guild and, but there's a lot of people that can, and, you know, that's great. You know, it's, it's, it's good because there's a lot of places to learn, but don't be embarrassed to just say, Hey, I do this. And here's the thing that I did. And yeah. I think and, it's good. You and know, what and, was it? You know, say, say it loud, say it often. I think, you know, it, it's easy to get caught in the loop of, I uh, release this thing. Here's my big announcement. And then I will never make a post about it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but I, I'm still, I'm still learning that I, I tend to be, you know, I tend to get embarrassed. Um, yeah. I don't like talking about um, myself a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so um, I, I, that was a hard one for me to kind of get over, you mm-hmm. know, but, but now that I'm say, like, Hey, you know what, I am making this stuff and I put a lot of work, hard time, you know, work and, and hard work into it and time into it. And yeah. I, you know, I, I'm going to tell you about it. And, you know, so, shouldn't feel bad about that no 100 yeah and yeah i suppose it is it's like yeah it can feel um again it it's a form of putting yourself out there it's it's nerve-wracking right. it's like you know there's like i i want it to do well i mean I, you know I, right. I don't, it's yeah you want to get it in front of people um, right no 
yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I suppose it's the only thing that you know uh, only sort of comes gradually with time. Um, sure. And here's the thing: is like I could go back and I could try and tell myself, you know, the same sort of sentiment. I don't know if I would listen too much. I think. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. It's like yeah. it's like dipping your toe into the tub at first. Yeah. You know, you kind of you kind of have to get acclimated to that temperature of the water before you jump in. You just yeah. some people don't have any problem jumping in, and God yeah. bless them. You know, because I wish I was that way. You yeah. know, I wish I could just. I'm going to go for it. And here I am and I'm good. You know, it's like, you know, it's just, some people can do that. I just, I just never could. Yeah. So then looking to the, I guess the future and then the community mm-hmm. as a whole then, um, would you say like, there's a, a particular, like following, fo- again, following your successful Kickstarter, um, is, yeah. is there like a dream project or something that you kind of have off in the horizon? Well, I would, you know, I, I, I really think just continuing writing adventures, I would love to just, just kind of dial into that a little bit more and, and delve into that. I want to get better at it. You know, I want to get better at it. And so, so yeah, so any, anything where I'm doing something with adventures would be great. And I mean, who wouldn't also want to write a couple thousand words for Watsy? You know, I mean, I would like, Hey, Chad, we need a little tiny miniature adventure from you. I'd be like on it, you know, (laughs) I would do that in a second, but, but pretty much any, any collaboration is a dream. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just love getting together with people and talking about the stuff that, yeah you know, we loved, all of us love to do. So that's, yeah, I get it. it. It's sort of the idea of like, when, when you're in like a particularly, um, you know, a good collaboration, it's like the, the sort of passion is kind of infectious, you know, it, it's, it is. It's, yeah. And that's fun. That's exciting. And I like being around people that are excited about what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, it's just like a, your job or anything else. You don't want to be around somebody who's bah humbug all the time. You know, you want <laughs> yeah. to be around people that are passionate, you know, yeah. and like what they do. So, so business suit Wayne Whitby, um, unfortunately, is not going to make make an appearance anytime soon. <laughs> I want, I, again, I want to be that persona so bad. I just, I just don't have it in me. <laughs> so then, I guess, uh, are there anyone, um, or is there anyone in the, you know, the DMs Guild community that kind of continually inspires you? Oh, man, you know, that's, that's a really tough question, because (laughs) there is, there are so many, you know, and for so many different reasons, you know, and I mean, the talent, certain gifts that people were given are so different from mine that I just, but probably a few people early on that were just really a big help. It was, well, for sure, Jeff Stevens, um, Brian Holmes kind of took me under, uh, allowed me to write on that project, even though I didn't have a lot of experience. And I got to meet, you know, Ryan Langer and Justice Armand and, you know, through that and Jasper and, you know, just a lot of, a lot of really great people, you know? And uh, so I I really, you know, I look up that, just so welcoming. And Joe Rasso is another one. Uh, I, I did his Dunwood uh, project with him. And he's just, just a great guy to, to, to work with. And so those, I mean, and I, I, I find people every day, you know, I find people every day that I'm working with. And I'm just like, wow, you know, they've got this skill or, you know, they're really good. They're really on fire with this. I could probably pick their brain a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, was it, it, it kind of happens when the community is continually growing. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. There's always more people. It's... Yeah. And it, it, it makes it more competitive, but it's also, I mean, 
it's it's a lot of fun seeing what people bring yeah i think again i i yeah i think there is there is you know there's uh more people in the uh, like the more concentrated the pool is there is always going to be the element of, of competitiveness uh, i don't think we're at the point of like cutthroat competitiveness no i um, don't think so either yeah. but you know no. give it a year who knows again <laughs> i i hope not no yeah, you know because no, I, I, I but i think the community as a whole really wants it to stay as a community you know yeah. i think they really do and and it's really welcoming i mean I, every group that i get into with another project yeah. uh, it's a whole different group of people and they're all the same, you know, they're all kind and willing to help out and willing to do, you know, a little extra thing for you. Or, I, you know. I, I think, I think that's a, that's an interesting sentiment is the fact that no matter the size of the, the DMs Guild community at the moment is fat, it, for me, it still has that same sort of community feel that hasn't, yeah. that hasn't changed despite the size, which again is, is a, that's again, really hard to do. Yeah. That's really hard to accomplish, but I think everybody wants that. Yeah. And there's little hiccups along the way, you know, little things that can happen, but it's, but uh, I think for the most part, it's just a very, very positive place to be. No, no, fantastic. Um, No, and then I guess uh, the more kind of, you know, I guess rounding, rounding things off really, um, if there's anything that you're currently working on, Chad, um, and arguably more important, uh, where's kind of of the best place for people to stay up to date with all your going-ons and... Right. Well, I'm working on, I've got five projects that I'm working on right now. There's, um, I just took on a, a writing spot for Candlekeep NPCs by Transparent Games. They just, it's just, it's going to be a shorter project, five, uh, excuse me, like 10 or 12 um, NPCs that you can just throw into Candlekeep, which is yeah. great because just reading the lore and kind of getting to know that stuff, It's it's been fun. Yeah. Kind of, you know scratching a different itch uh, monster perks with blaze um that's coming out we've been man we've been working hard on that for quite a while now yeah uh weird artifacts i found on the guild uh, that's with isaac and uh, ashley may um, that's going to be coming out soon um i did some writing for incredible creatures kickstarter for alan tucker yeah and that's coming out i think at the end of this month and then of course rescue uh, rescue at Griffin Crag Pass, my Kickstarter, yeah. which is going to be on after the Kickstarter. By the time this releases, it'll probably uh, I'll be working on getting it on um, Drive Through RPG. Yeah, I, I was going to say, was it depending on the time of it and stuff? Like that, I think it may have like by the time this is out, it is it's, it's already finished. So I was yes. going to offer putting a link in the description, but I, unfortunately, yeah. there would be a little. Um, that's no, that's okay. That's okay. I'm just happy to talk about it. Yeah, no, of course. And obviously, like, yeah, if, if by any chance there's this sort of the um, drive through RPG link, stuff like that, we can uh, sure. have that and stuff like that. Um, sure. Any, any sort of Twitter handle or anything to come Yeah, to my Twitter handle is at DDSDND. Okay. And DDS is the, uh, um, is what the, the official title of a doc, doctor of dental surgery that's oh. my, my so it's like being a medical doctor being md that's a in in the midwest it's a dds okay. and uh and then of course dnd so okay. I, i've learned something today <laughs> there you go you know right no uh honestly chad again thank you so much for taking some time to sit down and have this chat um oh, again, thank you sounds sounds like a, a litany of exciting products coming out and well thank you yeah, yeah it's really nice to meet you finally too Hopefully yeah. we can keep in contact. Yeah, no, the the uh, I am an enigmatic persona. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this, yeah, this... no, I, I'll be I'll be keeping my eye out for you in chats now. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll stop in and say hi. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, this enigmatic persona has been Matthew Whitby. Um, yeah, you can find me at, at Whitby Rates, um, where things are happening and moving. Um, but my very last question then um, is how do you end a podcast? Oh, uh, I probably, you know, the Iowa thing to do would be, you know, probably say thank you and wave. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>